Welcome to this episode of Patient Perspectives in HIV, a CE podcast series. If you are seeking continuing education credit, please review the disclosures and the requirements for successful completion of the activity prior to listening to the podcast. A link is found in the show notes that can direct you to this information. After listening to the podcast, please go to practice.cme.com to complete the post-test and evaluation to receive continuing education credit. Joining us in this episode is Dr. Rick Elian and his patient, who has been taking pre-exposure prophylaxis for HIV prevention for many years. Hi, I'm Dr. Rick Elian, Clinical Professor of Medicine at George Washington University in Washington, D.C., and I'm with one of my favorite and long-term patients today, uh, Carl. Carl and I met, oh God, must be like close to 25 years ago. I've been with him a long time. We've been together a long time. And uh, Carl, in about 2011, about a year before PrEP was approved, which was approved in August 2012, but Carl came to me in 2011 because he was concerned that he was at risk for catching HIV. Carl, let me ask you about that that time, if we can go back to close to 11 years ago. Do you remember your thoughts at the time and what HIV meant to you? Uh, Yeah, way back then it was... Uh, I had issues because I was always nervous about, um, um, I was always nervous about just sex in general, because I was like, I don't want to catch it. I don't want to catch it. What are the new ways of catching it? I remember one of the things I asked you. So, and uh, quite frankly, I never liked condoms. So uh, I was looking, I, I didn't. I, I was just always nervous. And every time I would have a sexual encounter, it was like, oh, God, is it this time? OK, what did I do? Did I do that right? You know, so I was just very, very anxious. And, and what was it like for you at the time to tell me, your doctor, that even though I would tell you, you know, condoms could keep you safe, that you just didn't like using them? Was that was that an issue for you to talk about that? Or what was that like? I don't know how far in you and I were at that point. We've been together for so long. It's hard to remember being difficult to talk to you. So I'm going to say that I was probably comfortable enough to tell you that I didn't like condoms. And I guess, have you ever had a scare? Has anything ever happened that you were worried you caught it? Of course. Every time I had sex, (laughs) it was like, uh oh, did I? And I know that I have had, now maybe I'm getting too far ahead in our conversation, but I have had sex with known HIV positive men, um, undetectable. As a matter of fact, I just assume that everyone that I have sex with has it. Um, and that's, uh, that is just my assumption for many years now. And did you ever have an STI? Did you ever catch something by having sex? One time. Just one time, and I remember you telling me that you got lucky. You went a whole lot of years, and it just happened. I belong to a leather organization, and leather in the gay and kink community is uh, it can encompass a lot of things. BDSM, it can encompass um, um, just any kind of fetish or kink, uh, as long as it's safe, sane, and consensual. Uh, is what we are about. I came back after um, 
one of the uh, leather conventions and I remember getting a phone call from you and I was like, uh-oh, what's wrong? He's like, um, nothing, your, your syphilis is just a little high. I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, yeah, but we took care of that. I went to your office, gave me the shot and um, which I was told was going to hurt, which didn't. Uh, but yeah, that was that. Amongst okay. that community, I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of sexual activity. How much is there talk about HIV and the risk of HIV and prevention? How does that how does that permeate things? And and what did PrEP do for all of that? Okay, so remember, I belong to a leather fraternity. So let me speak inside of that before I just pop outside. Uh, we have what are called teach sessions and where we are frank with one another and just talk about what is necessary, uh, you know, to protect yourself. Um, uh, and prep has come up a lot to the point where we are. I think I think the majority of us are either on prep or um, because it, because of the way the conversations comes up or are positive, but undetectable. And if you tell people who you're with that you're on PrEP, does it, is there any change in your desirability or in, in people who think you're more sexually active, any judgments? Is there any branding that occurs for you if you talk about that? Well, um, to be candid, when I have sex with people I don't know, it doesn't even come up. When uh, the people I know, like friends with benefits, things like that, they know. If I was asked, I always tell. And like, I, that, yeah, I've been in places where, oh, what's your status? Uh, negative on prep. Yep, I've been in places like that. Carl, you're more forthright about this than a lot of other people. And I, you're, are you aware that there's now um, two different pills for prep, two different kinds of oral medication? Yeah, well, two. Actually, I thought there was more than that. I just know my first one was one color, and then you switched me something to was a, that was a different color. As you got a little older, you went from a tenofovir-based regimen to a tenofovir-alafenamide-based regimen. But currently, there are injectable agents that you can. No, take. I don't want that. Nope. Oh, that that was an interesting and quick response. Why is it you wouldn't want an injectable rather than an oral? What's your feeling? Because. Every morning, whether I'm on vacation at a friend's house, if I am at home, I have a routine. Um, I, long story short, do all of my wash up, da la 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 la. Before I leave the house and before I even grab my bag, I have my meds in a cup that I take every morning. When I come home, right after I put my bag down, I throw tomorrow's meds in that cup. So um, I like the routine. It works for me. I think you're, what you're saying points out how individualistic choice is and how any provider who's offering PrEP to any individual patient must always be focused much more on the patient's wishes than on their own thoughts. Because Carl, you're very clear. The idea of having something you do every day affirms that you're protected. While mm -hmm. as if you had to do something every two months, you'd worry about you'd worry about it a little more. And there's other people who would worry less if they could take a shot every two months because then they'd have to think about taking the pills. But for you, taking that pill every day affirms your commitment to being protected. So it's different for you. So you talked about uh, swishing. Do you remember what side effects you're worried about? For me? No. Uh, no. 
Um, no, uh, no, put it this way. I haven't gone disease shopping for a very long time. So I don't know what other ones I could have to worry about. But I do worry about uh, kidneys because I had that kidney stone. Uh, uh, was it last year sometime that um, I had to pass? And like uh, sometimes my back hurts and I can't tell if it's a back or a kidney. So um, that and I did ask you, I think one time if prep was messing with my kidneys or could mess with my kidneys and you tested. And I think I was well, I would have I know I was all right because we're way past that. So. Well, we continue yeah. to test. That's something we monitor we all the time. Okay. You've been protecting against HIV for a long time and you've been successful and you've had a lot of sex. So that what you're doing is working. What would you tell somebody just entering college? How would you advise them to protect themselves? It's on prep. That I mean, that's the first thing. And I would imagine that it would be easier on a college campus because they want to keep everyone healthy. So I would imagine that the the... the the health of the students uh, would uh, make them such that it would probably even be free. Um, but I know students also have insurance, at least I did when I was in college, as part of my tuition. So, yeah, the, I would tell them, look, it's really easy. Uh, and apparently you have several ways you can get it, uh, acquire, you know, the, the medication uh, uh, by injection, by pills. You know, I just I, that's what I would tell them. Get on prep because you will be having sex. It's just going to happen. And uh, the last question is, for you, PrEP has been a game changer. Um, but it sounds like before PrEP, you were anxious about HIV. And now with PrEP, I think I know the answer, but are you still anxious about HIV? Not as, not as I was. Um, you know, uh, I know that if someone is undetectable, they, they cannot spread it. I know that I've got the PrEP shield <laughs> so um no i don't even uh, as, as i said earlier i assume that everybody i have sex with is positive at this point and i don't know if, i don't know if that's true or not but i like having that assumption because that also helps me keep with my regimen so for you being on how did this change your your life being on prep what did it do to, to you what, what what how were the last 11 years going from age 43 to 54 different than what it was like going from 32 to 43. Uh, I can enjoy the sex that I have far more than I could before. I can do things that, uh, that would be risky -er if uh, I was not on prep. So it, it gave you, I, I, on one hand, I hear that it gave you more freedom, but what I really hear it gave you was less anxiety for the same yeah. sorts of behaviors. Peace of mind, peace of mind, yeah. I do things now that I would never have done uh, without prep. All right. Well, Carl, thank you so much for your candor. You certainly didn't disappoint. And <laughs> I, uh, I knew that that would be good. I think it's important that uh, listeners understand what a sex positive world is like. And okay. Doctors tend to pathologize to think in terms of problems and look at sex as a clinical dilemma rather than a, an act of pleasure and affirmation and joy. And mm -hmm. I think your attitude about it is clearly one of positive with exploration and, and passion and joy, and yet trying to make sure that you stay healthy while you do it. And I think that is the bottom line of the message. So 
Appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Thanks. Yes, sir. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Patient Perspectives in HIV. Please go to the activity page on practicepointcme.com to complete the post-test and evaluation to receive continuing education credit.